Hello everyone, welcome to God's Internet Church Podcast, episode 37. I am your host, Pastor Ron Weaver. I count it an honor and privilege to be here to share with you the Word of God that God's put on my heart to help a lost, dying world find Christ and help current Christians also in times of trouble. We're going to be looking at the thought today. There is the word. And but before we do that, we're going to have a song called God will make a way. Okay, today is June 1st. Please say your name and spell it.
Amen, amen, and that's true. And that song actually hits kind of home today because of the bad news we got from her brother. And we need prayer about that because my wife is not too happy with her brother right now. And we are going to probably have to be moving on. And because we got a strongly worded letter from a lawyer and about the probates and stuff and he's making an unwillingness for us to live here because of certain rights he does have as executor and as a brother I can't believe he's doing this to his own sister um, in his mind he don't think we've been cooperative but we have been and so we got some hard decisions that we have to make in the next few days but the church work will go on and um, we're at peace with it we're decided to move on and and see what happens but we got to trust God but anyways we are going to get into the Bible study I just wanted to make an update with you um, on that because we've been praying and it don't seem like it's going to work out trying to you know get him to be a civil person but we are we're being civil but it don't look like he wants to be so and the house is not even though it's an emotional thing for my wife and emotionally she wants the house but physically the house is really not worth all this turmoil and what the strong arm that they're trying to impose on us it's not a good thing so we're going to probably move on and praise the lord um i just only bring that up i'm not bringing it up to complain i'm just bringing it up to so you can pray for us and god make a way because God's going to make a way, and He's already shown us some stuff that we might need to know. But anyways, we're going to go to the book of Second Timothy. If you got your Bibles with you, or your devices on phone that you're listening on, or um, go to the book of Second Timothy. The book of Second Timothy. That's the New Testament. Book of 2 Timothy. Chapter number 3. And we're going to look at verses 16 and 17. And it says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for the doctrine for reproof, for the correction of instruction in righteousness, that the men of God may be perfect throughout furnished unto all good works. Basically, this is telling us that the Word of God is going to help us live the way we are supposed to live and give us instruction how to be a better person <coughs> and how to live for God. Now, we're, going to, we're continuing our Bible study going through the book 
of J.B. Phillips for this day, and it's a devotional book that was given to, you know, was left by her mother and her mother and dad's dying in the estate, and it was going to be given away. Her son don't want nothing to do with God, and that's part of the problem. We're for God, and he's not. And that's probably why he's being such a stickler, because he don't want us, you know, because we're Christians. Um, but that's okay. But we're going to go to the October 25th, and it says, there is the word. And what we're going to do now, I'm going to read it, and then we're going to recap what God's put on my heart to, to lift it out on this for us to share with you. It says, there is the word. This word of God about which I believe can be absolutely certain and to which we can respond through our factory of faith is more certain than anything else that we know by any other of our senses. It may be illogical, it may be non-provable, it may even be seem nonsense to unbelievers, but to the Christian it is not merely the it is not merely the confirmation of all in inkling and instruction it is nothing less than certainty for with this God's word is for the most part focused in direct records words of our Lord and inspired words of those who wrote the epistles of the New Testament I do not say that God did not give glimpses of truth before he sent his son, nor do I say that he ceased to lead us into truth. When the apostles were all dead, what I believe is that this particular Christian, certain over the basic facts of, the, of our faith, so embothered the early church and made it like a trumpet rock in the surrounding pagan world, is to be re raised covered by us today in the acceptance of a new testament itself the word of god is there now let's go back to the first things that i marked and leaped out at me it says this word of god about which i believe can be absolutely certain and to which we can only respond through our faculties of faith in other words he and all of us Christians can believe that this word of God is true and factual. And the reason I know it's true and factual, because when I needed God, when I needed God, just like yesterday when this letter came in Saturday and I was praying Sunday as we were resting after the church service that we had online, and I went to God and I asked about what to do about my brother-in-law, Paul. And God immediately took me to a situation that, that opened up the door of this prayer. And I'm not going to share the scripture because, you know, it's don't want to give too personal what's going on but you know after I prayed that prayer it seems today that God started moving hindrances out of the way 
opening up doors. And he will do that for his people. All because of what God showed me in his word. And it was a certain way of praying about the situation. Alright? And I expect God's going to answer it one way or another. Alright? Now, so this tells me that the word of God is true. Because of things that God answered me through my prayers. Um, I, things that opened my eyes. And things of how God speaks to me. And every Christian who serves God can can say that. I believe really can say that. Alright. Now. The second thing. It is more certain than anything else that we know by other of our senses. Okay. We know this by other ways than our senses. Because we've seen it. Okay. Now. It may be illogical or may even non-provable in in may even seem nonsense to a non-believer, okay? But to a Christian it is not merely a confirmation of the inkling of an instruction, it is nothing less than certain. So believers want to try to prove this word false. Non-believers, excuse me, want to try to prove this word false. It don't make sense to them. They don't believe there's a God like that. They don't believe there's a, you know, God wouldn't, if God wouldn't take his creation, destroy it. You know, they don't want to even try to prove it. They don't even want to look at the word of God. They want to say it's no good. It's not right. Get out of my face type mentality. But us Christians know it for certain because of what I said in the previous comments. Because we see the Word of God working in our lives. And it's there to instruct us and help us. Alright? For us, this Word of God is for the most part focused in records words of our Lord and inspiring words of those who wrote the epistles of the New Testament. In other words, it's a book of how to live for God. Instruction how to live for God. It's a record how God wants you to live. It's a record to show you how God helped people in situations like we're going through. Alright? And we see that when we're with God. Okay? I do not say that God did not give glimpses of truth before he sent his son, nor do I say that he ceased to lead us into all truth when the apostles were all dead. Okay? He did. He gave truths to the word of God. Well, they didn't, you know, they had the only Old Testament at the time, not the New Testament. But God gave glimpses through prophets, through Jesus talking on the cross. Um, I mean, not talking on the cross, but dying on the cross. But Jesus ministering on the earth for 35 years. God opened up truths to show us that this word is true. It's just a lot of non-believers don't want to accept it. Okay? 
what I believe is that the particular Christians certain over the basic facts of our faith, which so embodied the early church and made it like a trumpet, triumphant rock in surrounding pagan world. Okay, it is to be rediscovered by us today as an acceptance of the New Testament itself. In other words, this world, this word of God, made the church stronger than any other pagan religion out there. Because God is the only true God. Buddha wasn't a true God, but yet he's worshipped. Statues are not a true God, but yet they're worshipped. The only one is the true God, is God who made heaven and earth, and that we serve. And his word proves it. The word of God is there. Boy, that's kind of a, kind of a quick lesson today, but it's right to the heart. The word of God is there. It's true. It's been proven. It's been helped. It's been shown by all believers. It said God answers prayers. I've heard God answers prayers. I've seen God answers prayers. i just seen it this weekend. It says it gives us a book of instructions of everything we need. And it's funny, we could look at scriptures for different times in our lives and it may not say something that we don't think it said but the time we need it the word of God is right there saying it for you this word of God is our guidebook to life is our instruction it's what Second Timothy 3 16 and 17 says it says all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is probable for doctrine for reproof for correction for instruction in righteousness, how to live for him, that a man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Make that man worthy to live for God. All right? That's what this Bible is talking to us about today. This is what this Bible study is telling us today. Amen. Now we come to the part of the segment a prayer request and closing remarks well the prayer request is this we got to pray for my dad because he's still having problems with his um, aneurysm on his heart um, he's developed a cough again and so we got to pray for that and we got to pray for my mom for recovering from her hernia surgery. And we got to pray that for her back still, that still goes numb in her legs. Um, because of some surgery she's got to have down the road. I don't know if she's going to do it or not, but that's what the plan is. We need to pray for my cousin. Um, Margaret and the loss of her. Uh, mother around the same time of her, our grandmother I mean her, our mother-in-law um, 
and of her leg. She wants prayer there. And prayer for the prayer for the family stuff that's going on about the same time that we're going through too. Um they're going through some stuff too. Um Lloyd who lives in the the city in the in the neighborhood we live in right now. Um he, he's got cancer and uh we're going to try to uh pray for him still and try to get updates on him. I think my wife's got his number so we can keep tabs on him. Um but he's still fighting cancer. Um we need to pray for my friend Sean for an unspoken. He's like a brother to me and his mother's hip recovery. And and for us and her brother that things now separate the way God wants them to separate or whatever God has planned. We know one thing is going on and God could change it. But we'll see what God has in store. Um, we're at peace with the decision we made. And we'll see what happens. And then. For my friend Paul in Georgia. Not the same Paul. For his back and his little girl. She's been sick a lot in school. But she hasn't had COVID. We've been praying that she won't get COVID. Um, but we got to pray that she likes school. And. And then I don't like the way my friend was talking. And either with some things and I don't think he liked the way I was talking some things um and for a new part of the ministry that God's birthing in me and my cousin Sharon and her her um, problem with her she fell and she cracked something and I'm not going to say what it is or tailbone and And I think that's my Aunt Denise. She's still recovering from her fall. And my grandma, she's still sick. So we're going to pray for all these and um, ask God to help us. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I lift up my dad to you right now in the name of Jesus. I ask you right now, Lord, to come and touch that aneurysm and let it disappear or let us not, not grow, Lord. And help him with this coughing, Lord, that he's got. And Lord, I ask you to be with my mom. And I ask you to help her with this this recovery she did with surgery. And we also ask you to help her with with uh, this new surgery that might be coming up. This new problem that with her back and her legs are numb, Lord, sometimes. We just ask you to take care of things there. And Lord, I just ask you to be with my cousin Margaret, Lord, and the loss of her mother. Help her with her grieving process. And help her with her leg and touch and heal her. And Lord, I ask you to be with Lloyd, Lord, and his cancer, Lord. I just ask you to continue to touch and heal him. I ask you to be with my friend Sean, who is like a brother to me, Lord. I just ask you to continue to be with that unspoken that he's asked for. And I ask you to continue to be with his mom's hip recovery surgery. And Lord, I just ask you to be with the situation that we prayed about with Paul, Lord, and you know what I prayed, Lord, 
And I don't feel led to put it on the air. But Lord, I just ask you to take care of what we prayed. And let everything go the way you want between me and him. Us and him, Lord. And Lord, I ask you to be with my friend Paul from Georgia, Lord. I ask you to touch his back and continue to heal him. Help him with this feeling of of his life not being bad, he says. And we just ask you to let him find something that excites for his life. And just not just working all the time. Help him find some fun. And Lord, I ask you to be with with his daughter and keep her from getting sick in school and keep her from getting coronavirus and maybe put a spark in her delight school and Lord I ask you to be with my cousin Sharon and her hip and her uh, tailbone we just ask you to continue to heal that and help her through I ask you to be with my my aunt Denise and her fall and continue to help her through what she's going through and be with my grandma Lord she's been sick and just ask you to help and heal her and bring her through we ask you all this in Jesus name amen and amen and then on that note I'd like to say God bless you thank you for joining us for God's end in the church and I'm sorry that I was talking about some of the personal things that we were going through but I did that because it's a point that not only that you guys go through tough times, so do we. And I want prayer that God will bring us through this peacefully and amicably with he, with her brother. But at this point, it don't sound like it's going to be that way. It will be on our side, but I don't know. So we just ask you to keep us in prayer. And I want you all to love one another, help one another, keep one another, and be one another. And keep each other safe in these times. Like On that note, I'd like to say God bless you and see you next time for God's Internet Church tomorrow. For episode 38. And i like to say God bless you. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, be with us as we go our separate ways today. And let everything go the way you want in our lives. We ask you in Jesus' name, amen. And share, and I thank you for the ones that have been sharing and bringing new listeners to it. I just ask you to keep sharing with new believers and, uh, you know, so we can help more a lost, dying world. Not just for ratings, but that it feels like this podcast is making a difference. We ask, I ask you this in, in love. I'd like to say God bless you and see you tomorrow for God's End of the Church Podcast, episode 38. And... Okay. And we're going to be... And if you want to look up stuff about it... Um, we're going to be talking about true maturity. Maturity. True maturity. That's what we're going to be discussing tomorrow. On that note, I'll say God bless you and see you next time for God's Internet Church, episode 38. I'm Pastor Ron, your host, saying see you tomorrow and God bless you.